0: Welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything. There's no English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter, but I'm a little bit biased. I'm your host, Brian Sanders, flying solo this week. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. You can also follow the show on Twitter as well. That is at HEFpod. We have a Facebook page. That is at facebook.com slash HEFpod. You can also email the show. That is Frankfurt at yahoo.com. So, as I mentioned, running a little uh, short-staffed here. So, running through a solo episode here just to kind of give a brief heads up up of everything that's been going on with Eintracht Frankfurt as uh, scheduling difficulties and uh, uh, (laughs) health issues have been uh, holding us back from releasing a recent pod. So, uh, things that have happened since we last got together. Uh, Eintracht Frankfurt 2-1 over Marseille in the first Europa League match. I uh, got another one coming up in just a few days uh, from the month that we record here. Uh, Friday, uh, September the 28th. So, Eintracht Frankfurt 2, Marseille 1. Eintracht Frankfurt doing a massive comeback on this one as, uh, well, didn't exactly make it easy on ourselves. Excuse me there, young lady. Uh, <laughs> as, uh, our, uh, extra pundit, uh, Emmy, the f- football loving uh, golden retriever, my own dog, uh, has her own opinions on that track. So, uh, half going into the half, down one nothing. Not exactly the kind of way that we wanted to get started. Uh, for a lot of people, so getting a whole of a feed was a little bit difficult. Uh, Bleacher Report Live is a new is currently it, as part of Turner Sports is the uh, United States uh, streaming service. So too bad if you know you have fork over the what is it, $3 uh, per match instead of the $80 for the entire season. Of course if you want to watch all the Champions League action that ain't too bad either. But you know what can you do uh, in terms of wanting to have exactly what we originally wanted? No, no, ain't gonna happen. So uh, Marseille kind of outnumbered shots and everything else. Eintracht went down to 10 men. Um uh, as the match went on, Dreto Williams picking up his uh second card uh, that actually happened after Lucas Total uh scored for a Jonathan Gonzalez uh corner kick lovely uh headed ball, not very well marked, but uh to get back to Eintracht's a little blunder happened in the third minute. But uh the fact that Eintracht uh saw the likes of I don't me uh, go off and Luis Gustavo had to come on. Uh the quick substitution so early on, uh it was a question of uh what's going to happen next. But um as for Eintracht versus Marseille, uh yeah, Lucas Toro was able to get the uh kind of goal that Eintracht needed. Jonathan Gonzalez uh did not Gonzalez, uh De Guzman, excuse me. Uh was it the guy doing the pulling the strings on that one, but um uh, 59th minute. Like I said, Jetro Williams' second yellow card being sent off again. I don't even know what to do with this guy. Uh, well, uh, not our not our problem. Uh, it's Adi Hutter's technical problem, as they say. But uh, Lukas Jovic uh, went on for Sebastian Allaire, and he was on for what? 15 minutes was able to get a goal. Uh, also assisted by uh, Simon Follett. Uh Good to see that he's able to get some match time now that he's out of the proverbial uh, second training team. Uh, good to see him getting some action there. So, Eintracht, honestly, when it came to passing success, not anywhere near as good, as sharp as they should have been. But the fact of the matter was that despite the fact that all the stats pointed towards Marseille being the team that should have won. Eintracht Frankfurt comes away with the victory. So a 2-1 win on the road. It was a good performance. Uh, Kevin Trapp did pretty well in net. Um, But the fact of the matter is, Eintracht got a little lucky. And sometimes you don't have to be good. Sometimes you just have to be lucky in this game of soccer or foosball. Uh, So... That being said, let's kind of take a look at the two recent Bundesliga matches that have gone down for Eintracht Frankfurt uh, before we briefly preview Eintracht versus Hanover. So, that being said, excuse me, young lady. Uh, that from <laughs> uh, One second there. Uh, Eintracht versus Rosenball Sport Leipzig. Uh, let's be honest. This is Red Bull. Not Rosenball Sport, but... Red Bull. So, the Eintracht uh, could have looked a little bit better, but the fact of the matter was that more of a tale of two halves as the Eintracht really took uh, advantage in the first half against against the likes of uh, Leipzig. So, happy with the fact that we were able to get points out of it, but the fact still remains that not since match day one has the Eintracht been able to get a win it's well, oh, look, hey, it, it is what it is. So Untracht went into the half, up uh, one nothing. It looked like you know we're look we're able to dispossess Leipzig quite often, and we're able to create scoring opportunities from the flanks. That is you know good and all, but the fact of the matter is that when we're playing against Leipzig, you need to be able to take advantage of the width that we are using. So uh, this is something that Harikota has been trying to put in. Everything does not look well put together. Leipzig is having their own kind of issues going on. The fact that they lost their very best player, uh, you know, uh, in the transfer window and knew that thing was going to happen for a long time, you know, Leipzig was a team that Eintracht should have gotten the full three points from, it just didn't pan out, so, uh, I mean, Fernandez getting his goal for the Eintracht, it was well-deserved, a player who's done a lot for Eintracht, but it just, uh, uh, when it came to the refereeing calls, I'm not going to delve into that really deeply uh because a lot of people have beaten that horse pretty much to death but you know at the end of the day uh there are issues on hand so I like the fact that they put on Jovic and Alaya right from the word go I did not know what the heck Leipzig was kind of running they did seem to have some defensive solidity that kind of held them through it just wasn't a good game uh, for either team, if I'm brutally honest, not exactly the best of matches that Eintracht could have could have done, but, you know, at the end of the day uh, one point is one point so we'll kind of take it um, didn't really set us up very too well for our English Völker uh, midweek Bundesliga match as we went to Borussia <sighs> Park to face the Foles who, well they didn't look all too good themselves, and yet Mujin Galapet came away with a three one win. Look, action from open play. They beat us. They were beating us out at every single opportunity. And despite the fact that you know we were we had some possession in like some good amount of possession that was actually in the attacking a third. Uh, look, we gave away uh a lot a lot of free kicks in crazy spots. Uh one of which happened to score a goal. Fact of the matter is this is something that is starting to really tread thin on me. I mean uh Alvedi, Newhouse, Ginter, Leah, Hazard, I mean, I'm just rolling down the entire like the entire team for Mucin Glabic. And these are guys who uh stood out as key players and what did Eintracht really have going on? It wasn't really all too much. One of the positives that I can definitely take away from the match is about that Ante Radevic, in a nice, another cameo kind of role uh, coming off of the bench, he was able to nab himself a goal. Granted, it was a kind of cheap goal, a crap goal, as I like to call him, but the fact of the matter is that, you know, he was able to take advantage of the goalkeeper. Keeper making an error and, you know, put the ball in the back. And that, that was able to equalize things after the Foles had taken uh early second half lead. At, excuse me, not equalize but uh, make it 2-1. Uh, to one. The fact of the matter was that, you know, the Foles were able to score again. Uh, one of the players that has always kind of made me wonder why we couldn't have signed him, Zachariah. Uh, He was a player who got signed from the Swiss League. Uh, Young boys, if memory serves, a player that, you know, you would have thought that um, Hutto would have been able to kind of negate what was going on there. But look, at the end of the day, Eintracht not coming out looking too good in this sort of uh, action. So... Our next match uh, that is coming up uh, this Sunday, uh, that's going to be on Fox Sports 1. So, the early Sunday match is against uh, Hannover, Sexton, Neunches. So, this is a really funny position that Eintracht now find themselves uh, this early in the season. So, you know, we're heading in. Look, we're heading into match day six, super early in the season. I have mentioned before that, you know, a good point to take stock of where Eintracht is is at the October international break, or even the November international break. Um, the October international break, the final match is away to Hoffenheim. Uh, we can kind of take stock at that point, or we can wait it out just a little bit more after we played Düsseldorf, Nuremberg, Stuttgart, and Schalke. In addition to, uh, in addition to matches in Europe against. Lazio, which is actually before the next uh, the October break, and then you have a home match, uh, home and away uh, to Apollon Limassol. So we have plenty of time to be able to kind of figure out what kind of whether Hutto is the man with the plan, or if the man has no plan and we have to make do with what we got, which. At this point, it is could be anybody's guess, anybody's guess. So, all things aside, um, this match now against Hanover is really starting to look a little bit more like hey, two teams who really have not got off to the best of starts, who you know could be in trouble. You know, it's really key for Eintracht. Uh, when when Nico Kovac pulled us, uh, just to go back a little bit, when Nico Kovac pulled us out of the fire Uh, one of the victories that we had was a really it was a really ugly match but a one nil victory over hanover that is something for me that very much is on the cards again and let's face it you know do we really want to have to go to hoffenheim after playing lazio uh, from this area uh-huh, at home before the October break. That's kind of a rough two matches to take on. And let's be honest, uh, Hanno, Hanno uh, Hoffenheim has actually done not too bad, despite the fact that they know that you know the coaches already agreed to move on to Leipzig. Uh, funny that that's actually the match, <laughs> a match for this weekend: Hoffenheim versus Leipzig. Kind of crazy situation there, but you know what? What you gonna do? Um, for me, uh, I mean, look, the Bundesliga is so young, but the fact of the matter is, you know, after five matches, I mean, sure, it's just a one-point difference between ourselves and and quite a few teams who are a little bit further at the table, but right now, we're at 15th. Teams that are below us are Hanover and Stuttgart, both on two, two, two points. Uh, I don't think that Stuttgart's going to be sticking around the relegation spot all the time. And, guess, remember, and remember, it's Schalke that has got... Zero points earned so far on the season, and I mean, what, is Schalke going to get relegated? No. I mean, they got too much going on there for anything to happen there. So, that being said, with uh, kind of where we're at in the Bundesliga you know we got Fortuna Düsseldorf, we got Nuremberg, who are coming up after we get done with the October international break, and those two matches are boom boom, like in rapid succession. Uh, for Eintracht, though, look, four points from five matches, we need the three, and we can get the three. Look, uh, Hanover has not looked good; they have looked good in a couple matches. But when I say good, I mean it in a not, a not a derogatory tone. But you know, they looked okay in like one match. So, and I'm really going off of the low match of the uh, that the match against uh, Bayfeldbeck because Bay, I really think that it was actually absurd dumb luck that they had against Verderbrandt that was allowing to give them uh, that uh, draw there. So. I don't know what exactly Brighton Reiter was thinking when he kind of made some of the some of the moves over the offseason. There's been a lot of changeover in terms of players coming in, players coming out. This is not a team that is one that seems to have all the pieces uh, set up for a big move over the, over the course of the season. And this is the team that we need to take advantage of. So that being said time for to make a little prediction uh where eintracht's going to be in this one and i think that eintracht will find the scoring boots and uh emmy what do you think here i'm thinking uh two to one (laughs) (laughs) the fact that she went went straight for affection there says it all right there so predicting eintracht victory here so ways to get in contact with the podcast you can reach us out on twitter that is at H-E-F-Pod. You can follow us on Facebook. That is facebook.com slash H-E-F-Pod. You can also email the show. That is hey, frankford at yahoo.com or tweet me at at K-C-S-G-E. We'll be back with a normal kind of podcasting crew in just a few days. But uh, until next time, cheers.